From one season to the next, River Valley Cooperative is there for our member owners and the communities we call home. More than just another supplier, we are neighbors invested in the success of local agriculture. We strive to combine the latest technologies and insights with roll-up-your-sleeves hard work. Join us as we hit the ground year-round, driven to impact the whole acre and the livelihood it creates. Once again, thank you for joining us. This is our fourth installment of our podcast, On the Ground Year-Round with River Valley Cooperative. My name is Devin Sires, and I'll be your host. Our goal is to connect and challenge our listeners by providing them with relevant information focused on the whole acre concept. Today, we're talking seed. With me today is Mary Bergfeld and Travis Sullivan, both seed leads in their respective territories. Mary leads the charge in Illinois. Travis is in Iowa, and both thrive on the River Valley whole acre concept. I think today you'll hear a lot of timely knowledge during our broadcast. Let's get to know Mary and Travis first before we get too far along. Uh, Mary, why don't you go ahead? Thanks, Devin. Um, I grew up in northern Illinois in a town called Dixon. Grew up just outside of it on a small family farm. Um, since then, I have kind of relocated just south of there where my husband and I are raising two little boys on our own small farm, hobby farm. <laughs> um, with that, I've been with River Valley for two years now. I've been in the seed industry, um, if not selling and, or managing for the last 15 Awesome. Thanks, Mary. Appreciate that. Travis, why don't you give us a little backstory? Yeah, so Travis Sullivan, seed lead for Iowa. I uh, grew up in a small town in uh, north central Iowa on a small dairy farm up there. Uh, re- relocated a little bit further uh, than Mary, obviously, over to eastern Iowa with my wife, and uh, we have a seven-month-old little boy. Um, been with the company for just under a year, uh, but been in the seed business for about eight and a half, so. Awesome. Thanks, Travis. Appreciate the the introductions, you guys. So, Travis, while we got you on the mic, maybe I'll start with you. Um, I mean, it's late August. It's, you know, we're, we're looking at what could be a good crop in some places, maybe not in other places. We're starting to worry a little bit about harvest. Why are we talking about seed today? Yes, I mean, you know, as I think it's an important thing to, to think about. It seems strange at times, right, to be thinking about planting um, and 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 the, what goes into that for inputs when we're uh, trying to think about getting getting the corn out. I think where it's important, especially on a year like this, where you know, you're going to start to hear rumblings at times of some production uh, field issues across the entire nation. Um, and, you know, so obviously uh, getting the supply of the best hybrid for the best acre, for that acre, um, and the absolute best product we can get for you, um, you know, that's where it's important to start talking about seed and start planning ahead. Um, for 2020 planting, um, even though we're about ready to finish up with the 2019. So um, just all in all, just uh, that's, you know, talking seed now is when we're uh, able to help the farmer out with the, the best discounts, the best product uh, for the for the right acre. So. No, that's great. Thanks. And Mary, what are you seeing over on the Illinois side when we talk about um, the current crop in your territory? I know Illinois had... Uh, uh, some tough, uh, some tough times when it came to planting and things. What are you seeing from a performance standpoint over there? Um, yeah, we really did. So, um, in my in my career, I've never had the the experience where we've ordered seed, returned it, ordered it, returned it, ordered it again. Um, pushing, you know, maturities down to a hundred day, hundred and five was pretty consistent. Um, I don't think that we are too far behind in harvest dates. I mean, 
Travis, I know you can throw in there too, but um, I really see maybe we're only two weeks behind. Um, things matured very, very quickly. We're drying down almost, I would say, average of any other year. Things look good, surprisingly. They really do, and, and that's, I mean, two weeks, that's not near as bad as what maybe we would have expected. Oh, absolutely uh, not, yeah. I think uh, this year has progressed so quickly that that's where, kind of where we're at now. It's helping us catch up a little bit. Correct. Travis, you've seen a lot of the same stuff in Iowa? Uh, yeah, pretty similar. So, I mean, uh, you know, the stuff that was planned a little later, um, yeah, <clears> we're still uh, looking at a black-layered da black date um, for that, um, you know, mid-October, which, again, is about a two weeks behind. So, Really, if we can uh, we can catch the right weather pattern to help us uh, to dry down that corn, um, you know, we're really not looking at uh, too bad a shape for the conditions we started in uh, from the spring and into the summer. So, well, that's great. That's good to know. Um, now, what are the benefits? Man, you can find seed dealers, local dealers all over the place, and you guys and your experience with uh, your experience with the seed business. What's the benefit of working with a company like River Valley from a seed standpoint? Uh, Mary, why don't you start us off there? Um, I think the the biggest benefit is the genetic diversity that we offer. So we have multiple companies, um, you know, that we're getting um, germplasm from at least three, four different, I think three. Um, so we've got DeKalb, which would be Bear. Right. Um, we have Cropland, which is Land O'Lakes, um, which is a collaborative of multiple companies. Right. Um, we have Mycogen, which is Corteva. And then we have NK, which is Syngenta. Um, so we have access to all those brands? All of them, yes. Okay. And that benefits our customers because the array of hybrids that we can offer. Correct. Right. So, I mean, really what you kind of look at, and Travis and I kind of talked about this earlier, is you don't want to put all your eggs in one basket, in the genetic basket. Um, you don't want to, you know, for us as seed salesmen, that you know, our number one thing is we don't want to give a customer the same, we want to, we want to expand our risk. We okay. don't want to give you everything that, right. you know, we're, we're never going to set ourselves up for failure. Um, and I think that this offers us, you know, the ability to give in, um, uh, improved yields, increase your profitability, and decrease risk. So it's a huge opportunity to mitigate as much of the risk as possible because then you're not putting all your eggs in one basket. Uh, you have the opportunity to, is it fair to say then, because of the hybrids that we offer, you put the correct hybrid on the correct acre correct. based on the knowledge that you guys have? Travis, maybe why don't you talk a little bit to that, if you would. Yeah, so I, and, uh, very similar to what Mary said. You know, I've been in the seed business for about eight and a half years, but with other seed companies. And uh, part of the what I struggled with at times is that what I might have for the best product for that I was able to offer um, might not be the best product that I could get for that acre, which having multiple brands involved, multiple genetic lines, um, and being able to diversify a portfolio for a customer um, to get the right seed on the right acre, um, get the right seeding rate with working with our precision team and doing seeding recs, um, you know, and tying all that in, it really helps us to hopefully help that farmer be successful uh, in the field come harvest. No, that's great. Thanks. I appreciate that. Um, so we talk about 
the importance of diversifying the farmer's risk. What else from, maybe it's a service standpoint, um, uh, maybe it's a financing standpoint, what other things can we offer from a River Valley standpoint to really help our farmers uh, when it comes to talking seed? Uh, and maybe Travis, while you were going, you, you want to continue on this one a little bit, do you? Uh, yeah, I can. So, um, talking about seeding wrecks, you know, we have a great precision team um, in our corner that's just a phone call away to, to help uh, with variable rate seeding. Um, we have tools at our disposal um, when talking and modeling nitrogen use of a hybrid um, using our knowledge of the uh, return on investment for extra nitrogen applications with certain hybrids um, and, and modeling that throughout the course of the year to hopefully bring more profitability to the grower. Uh, you know, we have a great grain team at our um, at our disposal that um, can help us also um, deal with what conditions we're seeing in the field and then leading to hopefully making the right grain marketing decisions for our growers as well. Um, you know, might not always seem like that's tied into seed, but um, that's where, you know, where we got to start and that's where we finish. And um, a lot of, a lot of times we can uh, lose track of that, but uh, just uh, all around a great team of people that we have at our disposal to help that overall experience. So. Oh, that's perfect. And, and that's all, that's what our whole acre story is all about, right? <clears throat> now we've had a ton of consolidation with a lot of our partners. Bear's one of them. You mentioned Bear and things. I mean, last year at this time, I remember um, we had a, a relatively defined seed program um, with, you know, with pricing, with discounts. We knew what we were going to market with today. What, or last year at this time, what's different this year? And I know that because a lot of that consolidation is causing some unknown within the seed industry, what are you guys hearing as far as that's concerned? And what can our customers expect maybe uh, as this continues to further develop? Mary, any insight on that, that thought? Um, obviously, we know that, <clears throat> that this year is different than most. Um, I mean, you can see in the grain market where we're at, and that obviously gives our, our growers quite a bit of concern. Um, it also has made some of the seed companies drag their feet a little bit um, coming to market with with prices because we do not have them. Um, my only insight that I can really, really tell you is that we are we are here to help the grower. I mean, with you know, with the the markets the way they are, we are not we are not looking to do anything other than to reduce your risk, to increase your profitability, and make things a little bit easier. And you know, it we're not going to. <coughs> As a company, you know our our main goal is is never to to increase prices where it's unmanageable. And you know we offer great financing programs. Um, we have at least three. We have an in-house CFA. Um, we have Rabo. Um, then we have John Deere Financial. You know those are all branched to whatever seed you end up buying. Um, you know another great program is the Bear Rewards, and. I think that is going to be really, really beneficial to our growers because it not only ties, you know, multiple, multiple areas of your inputs. Well, it gives you gives you the incentive in the in the long run. You know, the more you buy, the more money you're going to get back. So maybe maybe dive a little bit more into the Bear Plus uh, offering. 
uh, because I've heard a lot of talk about it. I've heard uh, that it's, there's a lot of benefit to it uh, to to our customers um, to get them a very competitive, high quality hybrid and high quality offering. Uh, maybe uh, maybe expand a little bit on it, uh, if you would, please. Um, so really, what it is is um, there's different there's different tiers that you can go on. So if you buy seed and then you buy an additional product, you get you know it's the line item of X amount off. Right. Um, and then you add more products, um, bare products. Correct. Um, it increases each time. So it can be I I believe it's up to five products. Correct me if I'm wrong, Travis, but um, I believe you can get um, rebates up to five products. So five products, meaning so seeds, one of the products. Uh, talk to me a little bit more. What kind of products are are you referring to? So yeah, uh, any seed, um, herbicide, fungicide program that a grower might be looking at to do with with bear, um, and tying those all in together. If you're already doing some bear products on your herbicide. Um, now that's, that is excluding Roundup, but that is, uh, Roundup can be used as a different incentive in that program too. Um, but just using that, you know, I'd look at it as, hey, if you're already out there um, doing a decal product with us and you want to control weeds um, with a herbicide program uh, through, you know, with your, with your corn or beans and then follow it up with a fungicide program, uh, there's some great rebates to have, uh, you know, three products on the farm with you. Uh, I believe it's up to $3 incentive an acre um, rebate that you'd be getting back for having those three products on the farm. So um, nice nice extra piece um, later on down in the season um, as you're bringing all that together, that whole acre approach. So, What's the benefit of, so you guys brought up the multiple products. Um, initially we start the discussion around seed What's the benefit of talking fungicide, herbicide, everything else in conjunction with the hybrid of seed that you're talking about? Travis, maybe you want to uh, touch on that? Yeah, so anytime I'm sitting down with a grower and talking about just the agronomics, you know, that's where I always start is agronomics of the hybrid for that acre. Um, before we talk price or anything else, that's, that's the most important piece to me. I think it should be the most important piece to the farmer. Um, now, those agronomics sometimes might be the, the lower price and sometimes they might be a little higher depending on the productivity and the uh, fertility of the soil. Um, but you know, starting with that and then really breaking down and, and saying, okay, this is a higher fertility soil, let's feed this and go chase that yield and, and bring the profitability that way with an extra nitrogen program or uh, keeping that plant healthier, um, looking at standability late into season with hybrids, um, whether or not they benefit from having a fungicide to keep that stay green on the plant um, and keep that plant standing. Um, certain hybrids respond more to it, certain hybrids do not. So uh, it's all an important piece of when we're talking the agronomics of a hybrid and really knowing what the what the grower needs and expects from, from that crop. So. so Mary, based on what Travis just said, um, if anybody, if any of our customers are somewhat hesitant with quote unquote putting all their eggs in one basket in this situation it really it obviously can benefit financially but from an overall agronomic standpoint there's a lot of benefit there as well correct oh absolutely i think that you know they're going to have the conversation with someone so why not have it with us where you know our main goal is to have a seat at everyone's table and to be able to do that whole whole acre concept that's really what we're looking at 
is we need to have these discussions right away to be able to make them be more effective in the long run. Bingo, bingo. And, and based on what you guys are saying, um, the benefit, one of the benefits that I see is a customer that potentially looks at an opportunity of buying seed through River Valley, that just gives River Valley a better opportunity to make sure that we are servicing that acre more effectively, right? Because if we know the hybrid, I know you guys have talked a lot about response. You've mentioned response to factors, things like that. We have the, the ability then to make sure we're treating that seed and treating the, the acre the correct way for the most productivity. Does that, does that make, question make sense, Travis? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, it's our, our motto is, you know, boots on the ground all year round with River Valley. But it really does truly start and end every year with seed, um, knowing that hybrid or that variety of beans on that acre um, really propels everything moving forward, whether it's uh, working with our account managers, with those customers to put together a chemical program, uh, you know, fertility standpoint, um, and then leading that into the summer months where we're looking at disease and uh, disease pressure out there, uh, insect damage, and um, starting to talk about fungicide programs, all that leading back to in the field at harvest time, um, and pulling that seed out with um, and hopefully having our best productivity we can have and um, so it, it truly does all start and end with seed on that point so lead with seed baby that's what we're all about right, right. now Mary I, so one other thing I want to bring up here today before we finish up is I hear a lot about this R7 tool that we use and variable rate seeding um, how is that a value-add from River Valley standpoint that we can provide for the farmer I think where where society is going in general is technology is is extremely important and I think it makes you know when we have markets the way they are it's just going to make the the grower more efficient and effective in what he does um, you know we can simply give a wreck on what we how we want things planted at what rate um, we can with our seven tool you can do a response to fungicide so put in X amount of, you know, the amount you want to put on, well, how is that going to affect the yield? So we can really go to the farm gate with an iPad and say, this is what we can offer you, or this is what will benefit. And this will, you know, say, you know, the neighbor said this is what's going to help, and we may disprove that. You bet. It gives them more real-time information, right? Right. Based on the hybrid that you're presenting to them based on, the field makeup, the soil makeup, right? Is that fair to say? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, that's great. That's great. So tons of options, tons of opportunities for us to help our farm customers from a seed perspective. But you guys hit the nail, hit the nail right on the head. Leading with seed then allows that farmer to maximize the rest of the agronomic offering when it comes to fertilizer, when it comes to fungicide, herbicide, you name it. Um, if we can help them help our growers with seed, I just feel like they have a much stronger opportunity to maximize that acre based on the rest of the, the opportunity that we can provide from an ag agronomy standpoint um, and, and then financing standpoint too all the way through. Is that fair to say? Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, lead with seed, it, uh, it's what we're all about. And um, yeah, absolutely agreed. No, that's great. I appreciate that very much. Any other watch outs, you guys, that you think we should be letting our farmers know about when it comes to seed? 
Yeah, so I, one thing I've been noticing as uh, starting to do some late season scouting, uh, check doing yield checks, things like that, is we did discover some fusarium crown rot early on in the year. Um, that is starting to show up now. Um, even in the fields that were fungicide, the, um, the areas that were more infested with crown rot early on, um, you can spot them right in the field because it looks like the plant is, uh, you know, at, at, at harvest time. And uh, But the unfortunate part of that is it is not currently black layered. So, um, you know, those plants that are dead, um, you know, we, we do look at those fields where they're more severe. We need to think about getting out there and getting that corn a little earlier. Um, maybe manage our, our harvesting fields around around some of that because uh, what we don't want to do is leave yield on the table um, from downed corn plants and things of that nature. Also going to be a, a little bit of a breeding ground again for uh, ear molds out there. Um, so another thing to keep in mind and, and take a look at if you're starting to see that show up. Um, you know, even if it's a little bit uh, later maturity corn that we need to go out and get before some of that earlier maturity corn, that's uh, all part of what we need to start looking at now and getting corn out in a timely manner. So. No, that's a good shout out. So if they do start seeing that type of, uh, of impact on their fields, what do they do? Well, I, Travis is exactly right. We are seeing some, some obviously um, diseases that are, that are gonna affect yield in the long run. And if you have any doubt, call one of us. Um, Travis and I really enjoy what we do. So give us the opportunity to, you know, be able to help you and, you know, call your account managers. They're, they're extremely knowledgeable and, you know, we're here to help you guys. And the last thing we want is for you to look at the dates and say, oh, I still have two more weeks. I don't need to take it out. Well, I don't want you to go purchase a reel just to get it out. Bingo. So that's a great, great point. Uh, if, if we have the opportunity to help them maximize their harvest, which then maximizes their yield. And hopefully if you guys are seeing disease or anything like that out there in the country, let these guys know, let your account managers know, and uh, we'll do everything we can to help them. So, well, Travis, uh, Mary, thank you very much. I think in a market such as this where we have low grain prices, some skepticism around whether or not we're going to see a ton of upside. I mean, I would challenge from our standpoint, uh, it, upside is limited in a market like this with, with all the different factors. So to hear you both talk about how we as River Valley focus heavily on the return on investment and want to do whatever we can to maximize the profitability per acre um, is, a, is a big, impactful uh, value proposition that I hope, if you're listening on here and you're a farmer in our draw area, you take a, uh, take a thought to maybe reaching out to somebody here in River Valley if you're not already doing so. Uh, we really and truly believe that helping the whole acre, focusing on the whole acre, is, is what's going to help you, the customer, win, which in the end will be beneficial for us as River Valley Co-op. So appreciate that very much. Uh, I want to thank both Travis and Mary for joining me for our podcast of On the Ground Year Round with River Valley Cooperative today. For more information on how we can help you understand the benefits of focusing on seed this early in the game, please don't be afraid to reach out to one of our team members or Mary and Travis both here uh, that are with me today. And make sure, uh, calling in with questions, reference today's discussion if you heard it. And we'll, uh, we'll make sure and get your, uh, get your question answered as best we can. We're here to service the whole acre. So be sure to check us out on all our social media outlets. You can find us on our website, uh, www.rivervalleycoop.com. And, of course, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and even Snapchat. So be sure to tune in next month for more relevant information focused on the whole acre concept. Until then, folks, be safe. 
And uh, we'll talk at you later. Thanks for joining in. River Valley Cooperative is growing a healthy future for agriculture. Our main goal is to increase efficiency and productivity of our members' agribusiness operations. The stronger we are as a cooperative, the stronger we are as a community. To learn more, please log on to our website at www.rivervalleycoop.com. We invite you to be part of our success.